Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Outsmarting Infertility Podcast. When it comes to infertility and reproductive health, there is a wide variety of factors and causes that are screened for. However, over the last few years, we're seeing an increase in the amount of research behind a very specific factor and how it seems to be related to not just the chances of conceiving and the chances of um, having a healthy pregnancy, but it seems to be related to recurrent miscarriages. It seems to be related to the risk of certain complications during pregnancy. And it seems to be related to the direct management of very specific reproductive disorders such as polycystic ovarian syndrome and endometriosis. So. When it comes to the reproductive microbiome, we're starting to see more and more research on this topic. And I find there's very little conversation that's actually taking place around it, um, especially for patients that have been through the ringer, like they've done fertility treatments for quite some time, um, they haven't seen any success. And these are uh, common issues that have been estimated to affect up to 19% of patients trying to conceive that they might have issues with the reproductive microbiome. So when we're seeing this and we're not having a conversation about it, it's a kind of like a gold mine in the sense that it's an un, um, it's a, it's a resource we haven't quite tapped into for our patients um, in many cases. So when they come for new consultations and we speak with them, it, it's a very big component of a treatment strategy and how to help them because if you've been doing one thing over and over and over for years and it's not working, um, there's a very big chance that we're missing something. And so the reproductive microbiome, not for everyone, but for a wide variety of patients seems to be closing that gap. And so for patients that have polycystic ovarian syndrome, for example, just addressing the microbiome in addition to all the other factors that have been addressed over the years, for example, we see a significant improvement for a lot of patients in their treatment outcomes, their chances of conceiving, and their symptoms as well. They see, um, in many cases, a drastic improvement in cycle regularity and insulin resistance, uh, improving better blood sugar control, better mood. And same with endometriosis. We've seen uh, research suggesting that the type of microbiome present in patients that have endometriosis is very specific and it's very different and unique from patients that don't have endometriosis and how that microbiome might actually have a very strong component in driving uh, the pathogenesis of endometriosis. So a lot of those symptoms and the reason um, those symptoms may persist um, may may actually be correlated with the type of microbiome that's uh, present. And, And to the degree where some of these researchers were actually able to just take a stool sample from patients and were able to, with pretty good accuracy, diagnose endometriosis just from the microbiome. And we're seeing that the reproductive microbiome is uh, no exception when it comes to pregnancy. We're seeing even during pregnancy, changes in the reproductive microbiome may be related and associated with specific outcomes. And um, very particular, we're seeing a new research paper published recently that looked at the risk of developing um, or having to go for an emergency cesarean section. So this is not a planned cesarean, it's not an elective procedure, it's an emergency where it becomes required. And they just assessed the reproductive microbiome among patients, a large group of patients, and then they determined how many of them had to go 
uh, for an emergency cesarean. And it was found that patients that had dysbiosis, so an imbalance in the type of microbes present in the reproductive canal, and the vaginal canal uh, more, particularly, more particularly, were actually at a significantly increased risk for having to go for an emergency cesarean. Per standard deviation in the, a novel um, scale that they had developed in this research paper to assess for vaginal dysbiosis was so associated with almost a 27% increased chance of having to go for an emergency cesarean compared to patients that didn't have vaginal dysbiosis. So, you know, is this as simple as checking for a, doing a swab for patients and determining if there's any infections or anything like that? That's not what we're seeing in the research. So they're not seeing specifically um, bacterial vaginosis. They're not seeing an infection. They're not seeing an overgrowth of very specific microbes. Instead, they're seeing a deviation away from what's considered a healthy microbiome. So a decrease in the types of lactobacillus species present, increase in other types of mi microbes, and an imbalance in the, the types of lactobacillus too. So lactobacillus can be um, further classified into different uh, strains. And in particular for the reproductive microbiome, we have five established community states. So we see five um, different types of, of um, microbiome, we'll call it maps or communities um, that can commonly occur. And four of those uh, community states are defined by the presence or significant presence of a very specific type of lactobacillus. So we'll have lactobacillus inners, lactobacillus crispatus, um, lactobacillus janseni, and uh, one of the community states is, is a classified by overgrowth of other harmful microbes that aren't lactobacillus. So in this particular research paper, we're seeing now that patients, even though they, have, they don't have one specific microbe that's overgrown, just seeing a decrease in the lactobacillus and overgrowth of various other pathogens or microbes uh, may actually be associated with a significantly increased risk for emergency cesarean. So now what we're seeing is, you know, the, the reproductive microbiome isn't just an important component for patients that are trying to conceive and for patients that have unfortunately experienced recurrent miscarriages but this new research is also suggesting to us that we need to pay attention to this for patients um, if they you know, have in the past experienced emergency cesarean or if patients are, are working proactively to see if this is a potential contributing factor. Um, and the type of testing that was done in this, in this research paper was using something called PCR analysis, which is not done um, for the vaginal microbiome in, in regular testing. In regular testing, we'll use microscopic analysis and there's something called the APGAR score that will be given that assesses for dysbiosis or for the uh, overgrowth of certain microbes. And this is less specific and less accurate than the PCR testing, which is being used in these newer research papers. So another important factor to understand is that the vaginal microbiome isn't just an isolated community. It is cor uh, correlated, connected, and associated with the gut microbiome. So we know that the gut microbiome actually has a specific effect on the reproductive microbiome and they have a very close communication through different inflammatory um, chemical uh, mediators and hormone changes that can actually uh, affect the microbiome among uh, both communities in the gut and in the reproductive canal. So if you're uh, looking to get pregnant or you're trying to get pregnant, um, if you're dealing with polycystic ovarian syndrome, if you're dealing with endometriosis or if you've incur uh, experienced recurrent miscarriages, the reproductive microbiome seems to be a very important um, avenue 
to explore for patients now. And it seems to be related not just to the ability to conceive, but also for specific health outcomes that may now we're seeing uh, may be associated just with the reproductive microbiome as well. The information covered in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical consultation or medical advice. Please speak with your licensed healthcare provider prior to making any changes to your treatment plan and or medications. Thank you.